It's October 17th, 2017, and this is Insight Out, the naked truth <laughs> coming to you live from the Santa Cruz Mountains of California, which we're experiencing some fire this very afternoon. And we're broadcasting from Lupin Lodge, though, where clothing is optional. But the truth is always naked. Mm. I'm Errol Strider. And I am Rochelle Alicia Strider. And we welcome you once again to our home at Lupin Lodge. We invited you over tonight, as we have many other nights, for some conversation about the human condition with all its eccentricities and what to make of it. Sprinkled with laughter, we hope, <laughs> good music, and the many voices of Errol Strider. I can always count on you for a laugh. Would you agree, Barney? <laughs> oh, yeah, Rochelle is almost like a nonstop <laughs> laughter there track. Oh, matter of fact, they use her for laughing for many tracks all over the world here. She's oh, uh, that's not she true. She gets, uh, what do you call it, uh, dividends from no, laugh tracks. No, royalties, honey. I beg to differ. This is Professor Schnitzel, but I don't believe she gets royalty. She's already a royalty. Aww. Ah, that was good. <laughs> Very good, Professor. Thank you, guys. That was Rabbi. Uh, this is great. You know, our show is sponsored. It has been for how many years have we been doing it here? Well, over three. Over three years by Go Raw. Can you imagine? Uh, being that supportive, go raw, and it, it goes so well with the naked truth, and you put them together, and you've got this kind of uh, interdimensional fluffy essence that's just breaking through into awareness, <laughs> or something like that. Anyway, go raw is delicious. It's raw food that tastes excellent, is good for you, and if you go to goraw.com, you can find out where go raw can be found in your neighborhood. Maybe you have a Trader's Joe's at Costco. Okay. <laughs> so listen, I, I read once, actually from the Arantia book, it says, the believer has only one battle, and that is against doubt, unbelief. <laughs> I say, indubitably, <laughs> without a doubt, <laughs> which is why our featured phrase or word for the week is indubitably. Professor Umbridge loves that we're doing indubitably because he loves saying it. Yes, Professor? Indubitably. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See? Anyway, each of us confronts many situations in which we might say indubitably. So here's a test. Got a few of them. The current state of divisiveness in America is sucking the life out of us. Indubitably. Our hope for a better future is with the young people, not the old farts. Indubitably. <laughs> At any given moment, moment, each of us can be brilliant or a total nincompoop. Indubitably. Most men never evolve emotionally past puberty. Oh, definitely. There's no doubt about that. Indubitably. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump is the most unqualified president we've ever had. Unless you count Warren G. Harding. But who's counting? 
So how'd you do? How many indubitabilities were you able to stick in there? I thought you stuck quite a few in there. Anyway, so tonight we're here to help uh, upgrade your indubitably quotient <laughs> <laughs> and see what wants to show up. And hopefully we'll be able to say indubitably, without a doubt, often. Indubitably. <laughs> see, there you go. There's no doubt about it. The earth will have seen light and darkness. The tides will move in and out. We will stay grounded due to gravity. Eventually, we will find creative solutions to all problems. We will make connections and we will respirate. And if we are born, we eventually will grow old and die to our bodies. Indubitably. And don't ask me to spell it because indubitably I would get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll give you a hint. It has five syllables. Five. That's no. a hard one. Five syllables. Yeah, they, they should make a law that says no more than three syllables allowed in well, a they, word. Well, they did start that law, but not after they grandfathered in all the five, <laughs> six, seven syllable wor words that were already before they put in the new law that right. said only these many indubitably's. First of all, you said we will all solve something about we'll all solve the problems and blah, blah, blah. I don't think Eventually we'll Eventually, we will solve all problems I that we make. Hmm. I see it's an ongoing process. Eventually, to me, when you say that, it implies that, okay, one day on Friday, you know, 2024. Well, actually, I didn't want to be so brash as to say we can, and, you know, because we can. The truth is that that's what our job is. Humans solve problems. We're here to solve problems. I, I got that. It sounded oh, the eventually like, you didn't like. What didn't you like? like Indubitably, you're making a criticism Eventually, <laughs> it gets around to what's going to eventually be the thing that's going to cause the problem. And so when you get to eventually, and you have skipped indubitably, I might point out, three times before you got No. Indubitably begged to do it. Never, okay. <laughs> We're being crass silliness here. I want to go back to this. I'm never crass. I'm the crass part. She's the silliness. <laughs> <laughs> Works for us. I want to go back to this line from the Arantia book because it's something that has stayed with me ever since I read it. And I've pondered it my whole life, 50 years, whatever. I thought about it. <laughs> Fifty years, your whole life. <laughs> well, the fifty years since I've had this phrase in my oh, life. Oh, I'm sorry, that wasn't clear. No, the whole life is longer. <laughs> I know that because of my crepey skin. <laughs> if there's anything that like breaks the delusion that I'm a young man, it's crepey skin. Yes, you get crepey skin when you get older. I mean, they can do all sorts of things surgically, but it's sort of nice. It's sort of like rings on a tree. Well, like you pointed out today <laughs> when I asked you, why do our bodies lose water as we age? And you said, well, it's just drying up and it's so we can get back to where it started, dust. <laughs> yeah, we're drying up. So, babe, we're drying up together. <laughs> so the only battle, the believer's battle, is against doubt. I'm going to invite Rabbi to come in here because you know a lot about the Arantia book. Appreciate that. Maybe you could say something about that. Well, doubt it says the believer, and so it starts with the fact that you have to be a believer. What is it that you're believing? And what are you believing in? What I'd like to say is that if you believe anything and you bump it to something that makes you nervous, it'll evoke a doubt. 
It will make you go to the opposite direction of indubitably you'll be heading so far the other way. Indubitably will have to run twice as fast to find up and catch with you so it can get into your next sentence. Indubitably. <laughs> but the doubt is what challenges faith. The faith is laying claim to a, a reality of deep substance and permanent presence of which you are an intimate ongoing part, and then the dad says, no, not really. <laughs> You're just a little pipsqueak of a piece of flesh that comes in live for a split second and it's gone. So you're saying that would be like the doubt. Yeah, this is the doubt. The doubt that you are the being that you are that is evolving in, in the full light of evolving beingness. I don't know how to say it another way. I like to think that we're like, each one of us is a little seed, and we do plant things as we're here. We plant something, whether it's the next generation or what we leave behind, in other words, part of ourselves. And if we think of, I don't know, like a passing glance with somebody in a grocery store that says, I'm alive, you're alive. I have to tell you something funny. Okay. I know this is me. Indubitably, it has a meaning, but it, it's very funny. So I'm in the grocery store today, and a little lady who looked a lot older than I look, she was slender and, you know, not too tall, but anyway, she comes up to me and she says, oh, you're the cutest little old lady. <laughs> she said, my mother was about your height. You're so cute. That is so great. And I went, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. I mean, I thought it was very sweet that she liked what I was like. And I walked away thinking, you know, these are the moments that you have in life where somebody just breaks out of their shell of indifference and touches you. And I think those are seeds. I think those are seeds that get planted. Indubitably. <laughs> and that brings me to, to my experience of the day. I was walking through our property looking for a piece of wood, and I saw these cactus pears, I think they're called. And they're nice and red, and they looked really good, and I'd missed some the other place, and, and I've had them before. So I, I thought I'd just pick me two or three of those <gasps> cactus pears. Do you have those things in your fingers by now? I have hundreds. <laughs> All of a sudden, my hands lit up. Oh I have hundreds of these tiny, oh no. tiny little pinpricky things crazy, man. all over my fingers and hands. And, and every time, of course, I grabbed onto anything, it just accentuated their eagerness to <laughs> penetrate my skin. Oh, Errol, that's yeah, so yeah. terrible. And it was just awful. I'm going, you didn't know that, huh? You were ignorant. Like I said earlier on, any of us is capable of a moment of brilliance or a complete nincompoopsie. I know, but you want to equalize them. You do. <laughs> that, would, that would be our hope. Well, let me tell you what helps, and this is how it ties together with that. You tend to take yourself less seriously in proportion to the diminution of your doubt. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And the more you take yourself, more slippery you become for your ego to get a hold of you. You wrote that down once. I did write it down. <laughs> and for that, I'm so grateful. And speaking of grateful, whatever else begins to chip away at that doubt as a practice is, oops, we, we were going to come in with something, and then it just... 
You know, what can I tell you? You had some music lined up, huh? I did. I they did want to sing it to me? <laughs> I, I've thought of singing it, but, you know, time after time, you just, you just don't know what it's going to be. You will look and you will find me time after time. Indubitably. Indubitably. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your cue. <laughs> and that was a song written, I guess, by Cindy Lauper, oh. but performed by Tuck and Patty. And they did a fabulous job. There's the security. So, why do I think this is important? Reading Time magazine this week and anything else you you look at through the media, it's all concerned about you know the immediate and you know, what's getting our attention today and the phenomenon, the activities, the dramas, the 
the, the whole thing that is explodes to us through media every day, and we're just like inundated and partaking of all those impressions that are mostly transmitted by media, as compared to, for example, how much of your day, if you had no interaction with media? You'd probably be just calmly going about your work. <laughs> well, there you have it. You know, solving problems, looking from one step to another. I mean, I thought about, like, we just found out that there was a fire in Boulder Creek, which is about five miles from us. And because um, this old has to go over a big mountain, but nevertheless, it was, we could smell the smoke and it's close. And uh, now, for half the day, I knew nothing about that fire. And I just went about my business, you know, quietly and peacefully. And then I found out about it. Then I found myself getting very tense and a little anxious and worried. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and I don't know, you know, there's this, there's this, is it an axiom? Um, ignorance is bliss. Is, would that be an axiom? It's up for the axiom awards this year. <laughs> so it is an axiom? I, we don't know. It has to first see if it qualifies as a genuine okay. axiom. Okay. Well, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. But whatever it is, ignorance is bliss. Because there is this, by not knowing something, you just... You know, you just deal with what's right in front of you. So the bliss of people who can do that, who live totally in the moment and not worry about what's coming or what could be or, or what is but not in your vicinity. <laughs> um, yeah, and and there's the part of me that doesn't want to be in that space, wants to, to know what's happening out there. All I would like to do is not get upset by it. <laughs> well, here's the way I I unpack that, unpacking it, <laughs> is that I don't want to be reacting to something that isn't really a real thing, a delusion, an, an illusion. That's what it is to become more and more conscious, is that you become less and less interactive with that which isn't real. Well, I can't, on, I get confused. In, no, in, I won't say yet. indubitably oh, yet. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, because okay. I don't know that there's no doubt about that. I have some doubts about that. Mm, what are they? Well, when you speak of not real, you know, I mean, okay, it's not in your reality. It's It's not in your can. It's not there in front of you but does it make it a non-reality just because you don't know about it i mean at the very second that you don't know about it it's someone else's reality so is there such a, is, is reality only subjective i mean is there an objective reality i mean so those are questions and, and if you want it those are indubitably my questions <laughs> Und indubitably, yeah, this is Herr Schmidt, Schmidt. I, can't, I can't even say my name tonight. It's <laughs> like it got caught somewhere between my right denture and my tongue. But now it's coming out, indubitably, <laughs> yeah. Professor Schnitzel. Yeah, if you look at it from the point of view of time after time, what was the time coming before and what was the time coming after? So they get mixed up and sometimes they go in reverse and they pay piggyback. So instead of having time after time with the first time and the second time, they put the second time in front of the after and the first time in front of the actor and then it reads time after time. Indubitably. You are indubitably. There's no doubt about you, Professor. You are something else. I wanted to say <laughs> something about the doubt, the issue, and what it means to have doubt. 
Und I remember once when we were say I shared a line very much like what you said here about the doubt and unbelief with a very smart person and he says, What's wrong with doubt? And there's good doubt. And so like cholesterol, there's good doubt and there's bad doubt. <laughs> <laughs> and the good doubt is when you're doubting things that you should be wise about and have proper care. And uh, other kinds of doubt, the bad cholesterol doubt, is when you doubt things that are true in favor of things that are untrue. So you doubt, for example, that you are the being that you are, fully embodied in that being. If you doubt it, well then that's not true. Indubitably. Indubitably. Yeah? I was thinking, like, well, what do we Thank doubt? You, prof professor, by the way, that was good. I mean, we have to doubt. There's to, what is it we doubt? Do we? We certainly not going to doubt that we're. I mean, we know we're not going to live forever. So we. Why do we? We wouldn't doubt that, and yet we do. <laughs> In this body. Yeah, I mean, so it's like, what is it that we doubt? I mean, we must. To go into that space, you know, what do we doubt? And I, maybe that's the very thing, that we doubt that we will go on. We doubt that we will evolve. Now, maybe we won't. <laughs> and therefore, our doubts are, are uh, what's the word? Uh, justified. Our doubts are justified. So, I don't know. Like, what do we doubt? Well, I think you've, you've said it. We doubt our... Well, there's a short-term doubts. There's like worry. You know, I doubt that I'm gonna, to you know, get there on time, and so I'm worried about getting there on time because doubt is, is jumping up and saying you're not gonna get there on time. You know, doubt not, and you're thinking indubitably. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain things at this point that I can that I take for granted. One of them is that I will get anxious about getting there on time, and Errol will go, don't worry, it'll be fine. <laughs> and he's the one that's not getting out the door on time. And that, that's indubitable. There's no doubt about it. That will happen every time, because it, it does. And this is the non-doubting part of the program, because we're going to talk about the fact that this is inside out, the naked truth, and our sponsor is Go Raw. And our big sponsor is the universe in its amazing, pulsating, vibrant, interactive, infinitely compounded, variegated parts. Wow, indubitably. I want to thank that sponsor, too. So, so I guess I've heard it expressed one way, which is that the universe is friendly or it's unfriendly. If it's, un if it's friendly, it's on your side, and it wants to support you at your best in the fullness of who you are. And from what I've heard... I was thinking it depends on how attached we are to certain things. Hmm. You know, because like... I think of all these people who've lost their homes and mm. businesses and God knows what else. Um, some of them lost their lives in these fires up north, and now we have a fire that's about six miles from our house, and friends have been evacuated, and there's that three, that's a, 
a reality. Fires happen. <laughs> and um, so we can learn from something all the time if that's what we choose, you know. But there's also loss and pain. Indubitably, we feel hurt when we lose something. There's a hurt quality. I mean, yes, if we're more evolved intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, we deal with it differently than if we're less evolved. Indubitably. <laughs> it makes, and it makes me think of all those people now who have been displaced, who have no homes, who have nothing, and have lost it all. And they're, they're, they're a, a, around us. They're here in California. And to imagine what that must be like, and you walk out your door with, with nothing, and that's it, all your stuff is gone and 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 uh, you know how and how attached we are to our stuff and how identified we are with our stuff i know i am with so many things and then you wake up and you realize that i am not my stuff my stuff is gone and i'm still here or you don't you go into long grief so i don't know i never won't know one we never know how we respond to things. I think that's the most interesting thing because it's like our minds, they, that um, part of us that figure things out, you know, it sort of disappears under stress. It's like it goes away and your instincts take over and you, and you have um, social instincts where you care about others and want to help and you have um, other instincts which make you want to take care of yourself and get out of there as fast as possible and couldn't care less about anybody else. <laughs> A lot of those uh, caring instincts come out in people who didn't think it through, you know, just like what I remember each of the, in the Las Vegas tragedy and the, and the floods, um, and now in these fires, you hear the same story. Well, what else could I do? Or, well, anybody would do that. I mean, to the person who goes in and jumps into the fray to help out because they care, they think it's normal because it's normal for them, you know? And the people who just care about themselves in those instances and, you know, save their, their hides, so to speak, which is not horrible. They saved one person's life, <laughs> indubitably. Well, it depends. depends on the movement of water as it it depends yeah on how you see it it depends whether you like it or not it depends on how you see it it depends whether you like it or not it depends on how you see it Bell. 
I think that could qualify for the amateur, I don't know about the professional, indubitably contest, where the indubitably's <laughs> are rated in terms of how <laughs> intense their indubitably is. But uh, you can, it depends. On I don't how think you, you can it. have a contest. I think indubitably is like being pregnant. You can't be a little pregnant. You are pregnant. It's indubitably is indubitably. <laughs> if, if indubitably means, without a doubt, you can be a little pregnant. Or, <laughs> not really. That was a stunner. <laughs> you can. That was a stunner. I couldn't, okay. couldn't say anything about Father that. Father O'Malley, he, he's been trying to just... What does he know about being pregnant? Oh, I'm sure it is. I, do. I only know from the outside looking in. <laughs> and I don't look in too closely or very often there. But I've been at a few births, darling, uh, uh, <laughs> in my day. And uh, they wanted to make sure that the blessing was forthcoming that here as soon as the child was out, right out there and breathing in space. And so they had me, the father, there. And of course, I tried to tell them all that the blessings could be there whether I'm there or not. Or the blessing is what it's fallen into. And the same thing that it's been fallen out of. It's just that... This lesson on this side might take a little more doing to, to find it out. But that's why you get to live. You get to find out what's the blessing in it. And then until you find out that all of it's a blessing. And that's when you have uh, the opportunity to face the doubts in which you can say, oh, it's all a blessing, hmm, indubitably. And you're trying to convince yourself that you believe that. Father, I wasn't, I wasn't um, saying that, you know, when you don't know anything about pregnancy but because you're a man, but it's true. You know, you've seen births and you've helped people birth and everything else, so that part you know. But I think that being a little pregnant, only a woman who's pregnant, there's no such thing as a little pregnant. <laughs> the minute you find out you're pregnant, you know you're pregnant. This is an, uh, this is an uh, experience of going off on a metaphor and then getting sucked into the metaphor and having a discussion about the metaphor. <laughs> because you, the metaphor <laughs> is important to me, <laughs> indubitably. Why else would I argue likes, about it? Rochelle likes her metaphors over easy. I do. I don't really. I like them scrambled. Scrambled. <laughs> and and because that matches her mind. Indubitably. Right. I mean, if you look in there, it looks like a bunch of gray matter scrambled up and then kind of stuck together in a somewhat quasi-loose state. You know, it's it's all... They've never said, you know, I think they've never said these, done any studies about the male brain and the female brain. What could do you, you tell they them? haven't done any studies? I mean, could they could you really see a big difference? Just looking at the brain, I'm talking about, you know, this mass. Or they have to cut it up and look at little parts. But I'm saying the mass, could you tell just by looking at a brain? Mm. It was a male brain... It's that one little brain. extra Y chromosome. <laughs> you know, it's like of all the, what, the 23 chromosomes, but the last one has, instead of just an X chromosome, it has an X and a Y. All the others have X, 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 X double X, except <laughs> for that one. And people have been trying to get an interview with that Y pronoun and, and just thinking, I'm thinking it was like me going to an all-women's college. You're like, you're the only Y in this street. <laughs> Actually, they were asking, X's. why are you coming to this oh. college? <laughs> That's so bad. 
really is <laughs> so bad. Anyway, Excuse Father, did you, were, were you able to say what you want, what you wanted? Oh, mm -hmm. sure. It is. I, I just want to remind you, Rochelle, that uh, when you light up your eyes and, and your, your face and your mouth there, it's just a, it's a, it's a blessing to all of us. And, <laughs> but when your nose lights up, that's when we start worrying about you, darling. <laughs> I'm the one that leaves the, uh, the reindeer. <laughs> right. And we've been meaning to suggest you might want to lay off of the little tart liquid there, you know. Just oh, Father. I, am, <laughs> I do not do enough to make my nose well, I'm red. I'm just teasing you there now, <laughs> darling. You, know, you, you're just one of the basic red-nosed people in potential that, uh, you know, we're, we're watching. We're keeping an eye. I on don't it. have a red <laughs> and these people can't see, so they can't justify the fact that I don't have a red nose. Okay, so here's here those of us who are listening to this experience right now. And if you took a doubt meter test about you know, did, what level of doubt do you find that you have about... Again, what is the thing we have faith or doubt about? It comes because it's that's, talking. That's to the a, big a question. What do we doubt? <laughs> but it says it says for a believer, in other words, someone who's already crossed into that realm, where they're. What do they believe? Believe. Yes, because that's what we have doubt about. We have doubt about that which we believe. If that, we be, we don't believe it enough, therefore we have doubt about it. What is it we believe? <laughs> Indubitably, this <laughs> is Barney, and I, I felt like, if you don't mind here, I would like to address this very issue. As what do you believe in, and what is the activity of belief? What's actually going on when you believe? And many of us like to think that it's being and living the fullest of who you are. Believing. And that's for you. You be yourself fully. You don't have any uh, doubts about who you are. And, you, and, you, and you're in touch with your whole being. And you, you're expressing it out into the universe to be. Right? And then leave. Leave. Believe. What does that mean? It's to live. Live your life out of the... Uh, out of that fullness of the being that you have allowed yourself to be. That's what you have faith in, ultimately. That is the belief. It's the you forever expressing you out in a universe that's basically on your side. Okay, so believe, be, live to the best of your ability. Now, I know people who live... I just mean, thank Barney. Thank you. I couldn't have I said was, I better I wanted to myself. talk to you, Barney. Oh. Where did you go? But I want to thank you. Okay. So, Barney, are there people that I would judge as bad people who live fully the way they believe they are? And I do they further the planet? Do they not further the planet? I guess I have to have, right now I need a definition that is more than just somebody living to the fullest of who they are. It It doesn't... I doubt, I doubt that that is enough for me in terms of what I would have doubt about. I uh, mean... Well, <laughs> uh, if I could say something, just, just a minute, uh, Barney. If I could just say this, that you know, when you express the beingness of yourself, that's not just expressing 
everything about you, your, your emotional, you know, but the, the essence of who you are. And that's something that transcends all that external behavior and la-di-do and do-di-da. Right. And I believe that when that takes place, there is no doubt. Exactly. No doubt can exist in that air uh, atmosphere. No, but it can come knocking at the door. You don't have to open the door. Right. And you, well, if you're still in that space, you won't. <laughs> so let's get to that space. If I could recommend to you, oh, ye listener out there, that you take this moment to, um, what do I want to say, embrace your undoubting part of your nature. In other words, if you did an acting exercise, for example, emotional recall goes something like this. You, you want to play a character that, that has no doubt, that's totally confident. Okay, that's your character. And so you, you, to extract from your life moments in which you have no doubt, and it doesn't matter how big or small it is, like you could say, those are my fingernails. Yes, those are my fingernails, I have no doubt. And then transfer that feeling of no doubtedness and pouring on other things that are thinking that they should be doubt. In other words, doubt is like this fire, and you want to pour the non-doubt on the fire. And, and what you use to make the non-doubt is indubitably. <laughs> more and more indubitably. And that's why we support indubitably for office, indubitably. Would you agree, Senator? Well, indubitably. I mean, after all, if you're going to get to a place where you, you don't doubt that, I, I think Rochelle's right here, you don't doubt the goodness that you are, and you don't doubt the truth that you are, and the beauty that you are. I think those are the f aspects of who you are that you have learned to express, and you don't doubt that you can, in fact, express them. And I, and I like to remind you, next time you go to the polls or go to hear someone give a talk on something about this here, political situation as you you are at a breaking point there's no doubt about that that's why they're all happy to say indubitably when i say to all of them we're at a breaking point and i hear resounding indubitably is all over the auditorium <laughs> everybody they don't clap or say bravo they just all say indubitably indubitably it's a it's a wonderful feeling having that many people throwing indubitably indubitably at you after, after you said something or even they not say something and they just say indubitably no matter what. Yes, it would be a nice feeling, indubitably. <laughs> That's great. You actually had that experience? Oh, indubitably. Excuse me. Oh, indubitably. Yeah, I've been up there. They've been all on their feet applauding. And, uh, and I did my best to look over my shoulder to see who they were applauding for. But, but then I realized I was the only one on the stage. And it was for me. And so I learned to do a very humble thing. And that is uh, humbly accept your respect and appreciation. And I'm grateful that you've been able to have this kind of an experience. Oh, you are indubitably a fine man. That was a fine moment. And I, I encourage people, to, if you can have opportunities to cultivate those moments, thank you. Thanks, Senator. Oh, yeah, cultivate those moments. Mm -hmm. Now, here's a, a moment that I've been struggling with is the nakedness of looking at 
when you get sucked into a mind thing that just just doesn't go away it's like this bee buzz and it's 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 hurts and it's annoying and uncomfortable and it's just it's there all day long you know it keeps coming in that thought about that thing that makes me cringe cringe thoughts that for some reason I guess I keep drawing to myself but why would I draw a cringe thought to myself and if so how can I release the cringe thoughts and I'm asking you well, when I have a cringe thought, I, I figure I'm not in love. So the first thing I do is love the fact that I'm having a cringe thought. And it immediately puts me in love. <laughs> and the cringe thought, being an unreal thing, disappears. <laughs> <laughs> the cringe thought, you know. It, it, was, uh, it was derived from an old Roman Latin term... Cringe thought, and, and because the Roman soldiers, when they would get together, they would they would squeeze into this kind of cringy place at first, and and and. <laughs> I know it's indubitable. This silly man sitting next to me. And, but then they started thinking, why are we cringing? We're the Roman gladiators, and they went right. And so they uncringed. Do you ever see a Roman gladiator uncringe himself? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Only when the sword went into him. <laughs> so for that, we're grateful. So if you're cringing about something, all right, so there's different kinds of cringing. Like I was really cringing when this fire here and surrounded by this fire and cringing in the floods and, and cringing about all this uh, catastrophe. And then I am reminded that that stuff's going on all the time, much more than the media even tells you about it's going on all the time. This is just just gets your attention because it's happening into large n numbers. But it's all happening all the time. Well, it's also happening near you. Well, exactly. <laughs> but I'm saying is people are dying and the pain and falling down and getting swept away and losing everything and and what's real and all that is what I want to believe in. Back to that. And what is that? I think one way you can identify what you said what's, what's real for you what's real for you uh, how can you say one one i <laughs> huh how could i say what one okay i what's real for me is that there's an exchange that leaves both parties in the exchange feeling better for having been and through the exchange so that's real yeah. Yeah. Indubitably. Yeah. I finally got it indubitably. You know, that's been like 10 minutes since I had a real <laughs> indubitably from Rochelle. So she was just like going, well, you know, that, that's important. Well, I have to, you know, if you're going to say indubitably, you better make sure that you mean it. That's why it's such a good word, and we recommend that you use it. So, all right, right now I'm going to test you, okay? I'm going to say, are you going to use the word indubitably in the next 24 hours? Good, good. Well, I have to tell you something funny. I went to this bank the other day to open an account, and at the end of my transaction with someone, she gave me a, a, a bundle of papers. I mean, there must have been like 30 pages of papers, and she said, here, read this, because I'm going to test you. <laughs> <laughs> and if it, you'd been on candid camera, you would have seen my face look like, what? <laughs> And then she laughed, and she said, no, she said, but if you're an insomniac, I, I say, 
you know, read this. You'll have time to read it. You'll be up all night. You might as well read this. It'll put you to sleep. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny. She was, and she did it all with a very straight face. You know, it was like she seemed like just this kind of. But she was joking, right? <laughs> Come on. Indubitably. <laughs> okay, just check it. There's, there's this little part of me that's like. He wants to get indubitably. That's what he's collecting them. He wants me to give them right. to him. He I, wants me to give him as many as possible. All right, I'm so trying he to get, wins. I'm, I'm a Boy Scout and I'm trying to get my indubitably badge. <laughs> and you get the indubitably badge by uh, accruing, having gotten many indubitablys <laughs> to be forthcoming in your various conversations. That's right, which means you have to be honest. And you have to, the other person that you're talking to has to believe you. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> See, there it is. It's like, it's, it's, not only is it indubitably, it's inevitably indubitably. Inevitably <laughs> indubitably. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. If you think it's, about the thing it, is, it's such a fun word. You know, ten syllables. You could say without a doubt. And that's a nice phrase, you know. But indubitably, just has I don't know. It's it's just kind of it's like music. It's fun. <laughs> it is. It is like music. And speaking of music, you know, we heard the other night was a, at a concert was James Taylor showering oh. the people with love. Absolutely. Yeah. Not only James Taylor, but <laughs> you can play the game. You cannot talk the part, though you know it wasn't written for you. Tell me how to stand there with your broken heart Ashamed of playing a fool When one thing can lead to another It doesn't take any sacrifice now Oh, father and mother and sister and brother If it feels nice, don't think twice Shower the people you love with love Show them the way that you feel That's great Things are gonna be just fine If we only will All I really mean to say is Shower the people you love with love Show them the way that you feel are going to be much better if we only will. You can run, but you cannot hide. No, this is widely known. And what you plan to do with your foolish pride when you're all by yourself alone. To tell somebody the way that you feel, you can feel it beginning to ease. I think it's true what they say about the squeaky wheel, always get in grease. Better to shower the people you love in love. Show them the way that you feel.
James. Thank you, James Taylor, for reminding us to shower each other with love. And that's why we've come out with a love bath soap. <laughs> so that as long as... Indubitably, he will say something like that. <laughs> as long as we're showering each other with love, let's suds each other up with love. And then shower and then them clean. shower afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> our granddaughter, our granddaughter was watering plants, and she was telling them she was going to give them a shower. That was so funny. <laughs> and asking them if it felt good. You know, if she if she were in a, like a two, almost three year old, I'd think she would be a, like an idiot. <laughs> oh. I think she was really bright. <laughs> no, no, I, no. You didn't get my meaning. If she wasn't two and a half years old, yeah, you'd think was she like, was an idiot. If she was an adult, two <laughs> telling, years. telling telling plants that she plants. was going to give them a shower and then asking them if they liked it, right? I would think that was a saint. It reminds me of that movie with uh, Peter mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. Being There, and mm-hmm. he was this kind of like simpleton. Simpleton, yeah, mm-hmm. real simpleton, and he he was from guileless. Well, he was guileless because of his simpletonness. Right. But, I mean, everyone just thought he was this incredibly being, which <laughs> and he was. And they wanted to make him president. Right. They actually were thinking of and he would talk about nothing, gardening <laughs> things. It was a great movie. But everything he talked about had real meaning, at least to everybody in their own way. It yeah. had meaning. So he spoke a universal language. He talked about the garden metaphor. Right. I remember scenes like the senator or whomever, you know, well, yeah, the garden. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but before I forget, I do want to hear from you. I, I long to read your emails with Gusto. And so you can email me at estrider at gmail.com. <laughs> and if, if you can get that inflection in your email, I'll know it's from you. And go to our website, thelaughingheart.org. We've got, we got 15 videos of us out there traipsing about on stage um, showing off. You'll, I think you'll like them. Indubitably, they have some meaning. <laughs> yeah, like I was thinking about this one sketch that uh, we performed and I wrote. It's called Money Talks. Oh, yeah. I think that's brilliant. Indubitably, I think that's brilliant. Okay, she plays the character of money, and I play the... I think of him as the poor schlump. Uh, comes in, and he comes to see money, and he asks, you know... Asks I don't think he's a poor schlump. I think he's sort of every man. Yeah, that's right. Poor schlump. <laughs> Don't say that. No. That's not so. No, he's he yeah, he's every man and he's asked for the things people look for. Like one of the first things Hope that money will bring them. That's right. And one of the first without giving the whole thing away, but he asked her, Can you give me security? And she has this rapture where she goes and do well. I can give you a 75% guarantee that you will have up to 45% security from anywhere to 5 or 10% of your life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, it's very, we can do it on this show. We can do yeah. it next time. Yeah. If you want. Anyway, <laughs> so we're looking at doubt. We're looking at 
indubitably We're looking at no doubt. no doubt. That's what indubitably is. Okay, so here's the advantage of no doubt, however you get there. The advantage of no doubt is, is confidence. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. And indubitably you, confidence. And when you are confident, you are so much more able to interact uh, with the world in very positive ways because your confidence is like a force and energy that literally exudes from you. And attracts wonder and, and amazement and riches of all kinds. And pigeons. When you're in the city <laughs> and you're walking through, it'll attract pigeons. Indubitably in the city, you yeah, will attract know. pigeons. I don't know if you want to have those <laughs> pigeons all surrounding you like that. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't like boy. pigeon droppings we on can, my head. I don't can. even like seagull droppings on my head. Uh, uh, this is Barney. If I could just jump in here for a minute about the seagull droppings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, sp- I spotted the seagull droppings the other day when I was by the beach. <laughs> Did you know that I must have been going to the same beach as you there, Professor? Because I can swear I saw some seagull droppings down the beach. Oh, so you think that all of you are the only ones seeing the seagull droppings? <laughs> I'll tell you this, the seagull droppings never got so much attention in all their lives. The little droppings no one cared about. But you all making such a fuss. What do you mean, I saw? Aren't you one of the people here that's making a fuss about the little bird droppings over here? It, well, thank you, guys. That was what happened to them? Did, who let them out of their pens? I don't know, but they were like... <laughs> they all showed up at once. It <laughs> was so it's weird. It's crazy people. It was <laughs> so weird. I won't even begin to try and go where their minds may have gone. Home, indubitably. But they seem, they seem to know what they were talking about because they all... Admitted. Yeah, they always seem to know what they're talking about. Whether we do or not, it doesn't matter, indubitably. That's right, because they all were talking about the bird droppings and they understood what they were commonly referring to. I mean, that's a big thing with language. Oh, too much, too much, too much, too much. But Intuitively. Okay. I guess it is too much, but... I, I, I did want to squeeze in a, a little plug for language. Yeah, language is great. And if you have doubts just about what language can do to make communication happen and alphabets and all that stuff, wow, that'll keep you busy long after you say goodnight to us. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> and... Speaking of saying goodnight to us, we're almost near that end part of our show. But one thing I would like to say before we depart is Rochelle has been a real trooper. Yes, she has. She has been trooping through life through all her things that would cause her (laughs) tripping. Indubitably, Arrow will right. be totally We crazy. wouldn't want her trooping tripped <laughs> up by anything. And she's been really good about tripping light fantastic. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you heard what happened to us this night? <laughs> what? I, think it's, I think it's the... Uh, particulates in the atmosphere that has gotten to our brains. I think it's a lot of tension. When you're this close and you're experiencing the vibe of people near you having this level of destruction, it's intense. And we've been, you know, we've been there under the wire and 
with it, although we haven't had it happen to us, for which I'm uh, grateful. Not good, not yet. Yeah, well, let's, let's take the yet off. Yeah, take the, you don't need a yet here. There's other times when you say, ah, yet, woo, but this is not one of those <laughs> Thank times. Thank you, indubitably, you're right. <laughs> not, not. Okay. But, as I said, I think it's time that we um, made a departure. It's been a grand evening, would you say? Indubitably. Indubitably. <laughs> and I'd say indubitably. Oh, indubitably. I'm we haven't like, heard from you all night. I'd just like to get one word indubitably in because I'm so fond of the indubitably-ness of it all. And when you can just look at, at all of your life and say to life indubitably, you're saying that you accept all of it for what it is and for what it isn't or might have been or could have been or quite willing to let go. Indubitably. Indubitably, thank you. Thank you, Professor. That's a great note to end on. So, but before we actually leave, Rochelle, what do we need to remember? We need to remember that resistance is what you add to pain to make it last longer and hurt more. Indubitably. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Professor. Great. Indubitably. Oh, I like that. 